Hey guys, welcome to Intellipad Podcasts. Here to offer you the best technology discussions, technical courses, and much more. In this particular podcast, we'll be comparing two top cloud computing providers, AWS and GCP. So now, without any further delays, let's begin with this podcast. So in this session, we'll be comparing AWS and Google Cloud platform. So now, let's take a quick glance at the agenda. We'll start off by understanding what is cloud computing, and then AWS and GCP. Once that is established, we'll do the comparison between AWS and GCP guys. So now let's get started with the session. Introduction, cloud computing. So the first topic which you'll have to know is why use cloud. So before moving on with cloud or before moving on with any technology or anything you want to do, first question you ask is why do I have to do this? So when you understand why do you need cloud, then you can get to know what exactly it is. So first of all, cloud computing came to replace the on-premise servers or the data centers which were owned by companies. So now, if you're a company and you're owning a data center, so you'll have to maintain your servers. But in cloud, you don't need to do that because the cloud providers, AWS or GCP, they maintain the servers for you and you only have to pay the uh, rent or the money for the time period you use those servers, that's it. You don't need to pay for maintenance or security, they'll handle that. Same pay even if you'll have to pay for all the servers, even though your data center servers are idle for some time. Let's say there are 10 servers, your website is running in all 10 of them. And suddenly your traffic spike goes down and only five servers are running and other five servers are sitting there idle, but still they are utilizing all your resources. So even though only five servers are being utilized, you are still paying for the 10 servers. But if you go to the cloud computing part, in that case, you only pay for what you use. So let's say you're using 10 servers right now and the traffic on your website goes down. You can set up a scaling policy, which basically means reducing or increasing the number of servers. So if the traffic goes down and you want to decrease the number of servers, it is just a matter of few clicks or you can set up an auto scaling policy in which it automatically reduces the number of servers whenever it figures out that your traffic is going down. Okay, so this is one important thing. Uh, third point is scaling servers are a hard task, especially scaling down. But in cloud computing, scaling up or down is a very easy task. So basically, increasing the number of servers or decreasing the number of servers is really, really hard in a data center. If you want to increase it, you buy more servers, you configure it and you set it up in your data center. And if you want to decrease the number of servers in your data center, that's an even more hard task because you have already invested in the server so you won't get much returns from it but if you're using a cloud computing server those servers are virtual servers which are running in the data centers of aws or gcp so obviously you're not going to sell the server away you are just going to uh, delete your instance or delete your server in the aws or gcp architecture so now when, once you do that those servers uh, are not under your billing uh, sheet so basically you're not going to pay for them anymore because you have deleted those servers so now you're not setting up servers you're not configuring them you're not maintaining them but you only pay for what you use in those servers so obviously that's a great deal you don't need to uh, pay for maintenance or you don't need to pay for security or anything else everything else is maintained you just have to pay for the servers which you're using and also you can increase the number of servers and decrease the number of servers in just a matter of few clicks that's it 
and finally have to manage the security of the data center and stop unauthorized breaches the cloud providers have a secure data center architecture so basically in the on-premise setup uh, the security of the data center should be managed by you so you'll have to uh, do security tests every day you'll have to uh, close down any loopholes which can be uh, like used by hackers or you have to stop unauthorized breaches whenever something is happening or you'll have to stop denial of service attacks okay so now in on-premise you'll have to do that but if you come to cloud computing the cloud architecture which is obviously the aws or gcps data center is already secure because they hire security professionals and network engineers to take care of their data center you don't need to worry about that at all you just have to make sure your application which you're going to host on the cloud servers are secure enough that's it you don't have to worry about anything else so basically they maintain everything for you it's cost effective that is why companies are shifting from an on-premises or a data center setup to a cloud computing approach so now once you know why do you need cloud because it reduces costs so now what exactly is cloud computing uh, in the simplest terms cloud computing is a technology which basically provides you a service or a resource via internet to the users so basically you so whatever service you're getting through the internet is a cloud service it can be a software for example it can be gmail or it can be google drive so that is a cloud service or it can be a platform in which you upload certain files and it hosts a website for you so that is a service uh, again that is provided to you via internet or if you want to run a server online uh, through these aws azure or gcp portals you can do that you have your server but it's running on their data center but still you are able to access those servers via internet and thus it is also a cloud service so whatever services you get via internet is basically cloud computing basically the cloud uh, term refers to internet that's it so you get computing via internet you are getting servers via internet so that basically is cloud computing so to make it more understandable let me explain you this and then move on to the comparison so first there are two types of models in cloud computing deployment and service models so public cloud in the sense uh, you can uh, basically take servers from there so aws gcp azure all of them are public cloud private cloud in the sense uh, these servers or these uh, architectures are dedicated to one particular organization or a particular individual so you'll have to pay extra for that and then hybrid cloud is basically a combination of both public and private cloud which most of the organizations use because they put up their public applications on the public cloud and mission critical applications and data in the private cloud so now deployment models are these now coming to service models which is the important part which i wanted to talk about because infrastructure as a service platform as a service and software as a service uh, once you know this you will understand what exactly is cloud so let me come from software as a service so right now we are watching this through uh, let's say youtube so youtube is a google product and youtube is hosted somewhere in a data center of google's so now you are getting this product through internet and it is a software it is a video streaming software or a video streaming website which you are getting through the internet which is basically a software as a service or gmail or google drive or google docs whatever it is you are able to do something with it online so it is basically a software which is given to you given to you as a service via internet and then comes platform as a service 
so in softwares you can only use the functionalities but in a platform you are given the platform to design that software so basically let's say you want to host a website you have the code and you want to host a website but you don't want to care about provisioning servers so you don't want to go ahead and put in i want linux i want this much of memory i want this much of uh, storage and then launch server and then once you launch the server then you install your software and host the website you don't want to do that you just want a portal where you upload your code and choose the runtime like java or uh, python and it automatically uh, compiles the code and builds it and it basically runs it for you on the uh, it basically creates a server in the background and it runs your website on that server and it gives you the url so basically it's a platform in which you can do certain tasks but in this case you are not given all the access you are given moderate access that is you can use this uh, for your own needs you can upload your code and you can host a website but you are not given access to the server itself in software as a service you are not given any access you are only given access to the application itself that is you can only use that application you cannot do anything to it you cannot change the code of gmail because it's google's product platform as a service it's your product but they are giving you a platform to do that and finally coming to infrastructure as a service which is the most popular cloud product uh, so let me say the most popular cloud product in all of these cloud providers that is aws gcp and azure so infrastructure as a service in the sense they provide you servers database servers uh, storage they provide you all of these things which you'll have to buy and set up via internet that is you get a uh, basically you can store uh, terabytes of data in aws's architecture or google's uh, data center but you don't need to directly go uh, to that particular data center and upload them manually you just have to upload it via internet and it will be stored in those data centers same thing goes with servers you click a few buttons and you get your own uh, server which you can basically log in directly from your own computer and you can basically start using that server and that particular server is hosted in uh, or running in a physical server in AWS's data center but you're getting that server and you're using it through the internet so now that is basically infrastructure as a service you get the server and once you get the server you get all the access to the server uh, basically you can uh, install software you can run your applications or you can just use it as, use it as a regular computer so these are the three different services and the most popular service is infrastructure as a service but the most commonly used service is obviously software as a service so every every single person here would use software as a service because it is uh, let's say everything is a software as a service on the internet so whatever software is hosted on the cloud is software as a service okay now coming to the next point which is what is aws and gcp so i think you got the point of net infrastructure as a service you get these uh, architectural components like servers database engines and storage via internet you don't have to actually have it manually so that's the concept which aws and gcp gets behind so they provide you those servers so now let's look at aws and gcp one by one so amazon web services is a cloud provider which provides its users a wide range of services via internet so amazon web services is a cloud computing technology or a cloud provider who provides those infrastructure as a service uh, products you can get servers you can get database engines you can get all of these infrastructural components from aws as well as gcp so now 
According to AWS, they have 1 million plus customers right now, which is the most for any cloud computing uh, based organization, uh, Azure or GCP. And also one more in, uh, interesting fact is that any website you visit online. So if you visit 100 websites, 33 of them are hosted on AWS. And also AWS serves all kinds of businesses from startups, multinational corporations, and as well as government agencies. They also, uh, so that's how big they are. They also work with government agencies. Okay. So now again, Google cloud platform is also a cloud provider. Uh, so according to GCP, their customers include eight out of top 10 telecommunication companies, uh, seven out of top 10 media and entertainment companies all use GCP. So this is a fact or a statement from uh, Google Cloud themselves. And GCP's main focus right now is retail, manufacturing, healthcare and life services. So these are the companies and these are the types of uh, companies they are basically looking into right now. And their main focus is improving these areas. So this is just the introduction about AWS and GCP. So now let's start the actual comparison. So first of all, uh, you would know that I've been talking till now, but I've told both our cloud providers, both provide similar services, uh, both provide servers, database engines, and they provide storage and all that. So basically the first point is that, uh, even though there are a lot of, uh, things we can compare between them, they are similar on a lot of factors because they both are this, uh, they both are companies who provide the same, uh, set of services, same set of products, uh, but with different names, that's it. So now the launch date for Amazon web services was in the year 2006 when they launched EC2 and S3 for the public and GCP was launched in the year 2008, but it was not generally available till the year 2011. So basically GCP was generally available after five years uh, since Amazon Web Services arrival to the cloud industry. So now there is a five year gap obviously in technology years, that's a lot. And that's why Amazon Web Services has let's say, most of the market share. Now looking at availability zones. Again, this is one of the important things which you'll have to look at while looking at cloud providers because uh, cloud basically lets your application go global. So you can sit at one particular country and you can host your applications on every single data center across the globe and every single person across the globe can use it. So that basically makes cloud computing products or cloud computing companies uh, help you make your application go global. And one of the important factors is that are availability zones and regions. So they should have data centers in various regions only then you can basically host your applications across the globe. So now AWS has 77 availability zones in 24 geographical regions. That basically means in 24 different places in the world, they have a total of 77 availability zones or 77 data centers. So they have 77 data centers across the globe. Now GCP has the same number of regions. They have uh, data centers in 24 different locations across the globe, but they only have 73 availability zones right now. AWS is leading and they are still bringing up more availability zones across the globe. So all the cloud providers are bringing up more and more data centers each and every year because they want to uh, make it more competitive and make it more uh, available, uh, make cloud more available for each and every country in the world. And 
when a data center comes into your country that basically makes the uh, speed of retrieval for your websites even faster if you host it over there okay so now you can see they are in these locations in USA and Canada uh, in South America and Africa across Europe uh, so there is some in India and in Australia so it's wide across same thing goes with uh, Google Cloud so across uh, US South America Europe India uh, Middle East then Delhi the, yeah it's still India sorry uh, then in Hong Kong Osaka Tokyo in Japan and in Korea uh, Singapore and over here in Australia so it's pretty much the same uh, geographical regions you can see that over here it's pretty much the same geographical regions and they have 73 different availability zones and AWS has 77 now market share I talked about market share in the first difference so now AWS owns 32% of the cloud market share that mainly consists of infrastructure as a service where you are providing servers to companies who basically are renting it and GCP owns only 7% of the public cloud market share. So in second place Azure comes and Azure owns around 19% of the market share and obviously AWS is the number one and Google Cloud comes third place. Uh, yeah so in the public cloud market share and in the public cloud market AWS is the number one in business and third comes GCP but GCP is growing at a really faster rate than Amazon Web Services because GCP have basically collaborated with Cisco to get more startups and get more companies to invest in GCP and basically grow, grow their cloud platform. So right now I, I, I would say that Google Cloud is growing at two times faster than uh, Amazon Web Services rate but even though it will take a lot of time for Google Cloud to catch up with them but still it's a pretty good growth rate. Now coming to clients one of the important things you'll have to look at is the major players so for example in Amazon Web Services you can look at this so Netflix is the world's most popular streaming platform Twitch is the uh, so not streaming platform video streaming platform Twitch is the world's most popular live streaming platform LinkedIn is the world's most popular uh, connectivity or uh, job a portal and Facebook is the world's most popular so social media application. So these four companies are running their uh, architecture or running their applications on Amazon Web Services one way or another. And Netflix completely uses Amazon Web Services for its cloud needs. Now in GCP, Spotify, which is the world's most uh, like world's biggest music streaming platform, Verizon, uh, LG, and Toyota. So all of these major companies use Google Cloud Platform. So there is nothing uh, different. So there, there are no differences over here. But uh, I just wanted to show this because let's say if you want to learn Amazon Web Services or Google Cloud, you should know that major players use these technologies. So basically, if you are good enough, you can get a job at one of these companies in the future. So now services, I wanted to compare the three major services all the time. I just want to compare these because these three are the most important. There's no use in talking about the newest services which are getting uploaded or updated in AWS because uh, most of them are not required uh, at, the, at a beginner level. 
so these three are the major or the most integral components of any cloud provider that is the servers storage and relational databases same thing goes over here servers uh, storage and relational database sql databases so it's pretty similar you can create uh, servers and you can start using them through internet same goes with google's uh, compute engine and same goes to ec2 and over here there is storage so this and this are both ob for object storage that you can store music files you can store video files or you can store any binary files you want over here so it's pretty similar in this case it's not different services uh, are all the same so in any cloud provider if you look into all the services are the same the names will be different but the services are the same they provide the similar uh, or same services there is no difference in that okay so now finally pricing model this is one of the important things because pricing model is obviously going to be different in all of the cloud services so now amazon has a pay as you go policy completely and even gcp uses pay as you go but the major difference is that aws charges you by the hour even when you use a server for just one minute it will charge you by the hour so if you are using uh, let's say if you're using a server which costs you one dollar for for an hour for just one minute you will be still billed for one hour there is one dollar but in gcp that's uh, that's where it becomes a little easier uh, if you're using it for lesser times that is gcp charges you per minute uh, for example let's say you're using a server for 40 seconds and then deleting it in that case you will be charged for the minute but once it goes above one minute then they start charging you by the second uh, that makes it pretty cheap actually like for example if you're using it for half an hour you're going to only pay half the money for an hour so that makes it obviously cheaper than aws but the charges or the cost is a little bit higher in gcp for here you can see four virtual cpus and 16 gb of memory uh, will cost you 0.102 dollars per hour in aws but in gcp it costs you dollars uh, more than AWS so right now it might look a small or insignificant amount but if you're running your servers for 24 by 7 and if you're running multiple servers that will be a major impact but if you're using servers for a lesser time then in that case GCP would be the right option uh, if you're using it for long term if you're going to take up contracts for one to three years then you can go ahead with AWS who provide amazing discounts in those uh, in those parts where you are reserving an instance which is always there available for you you don't need to create a new one some instances are always available for you and you pay for them upfront or you pay for them monthly and that basically they basically give you around 42% of discount so if it is thousand dollars you don't have to pay most of it this is the pricing model differences here they charge you by the hour here they charge you by the minute and after minute they charge you by the second so now we've completed all the differences now let me show you how you can get started basically let me introduce you to things which you already know but yet it will be a good start for you so an investment in knowledge always pays the best interest your investment could be money or your investment could be time whatever it is make use of it very well if you're going with money take up an online course which is really good enough for you 
to get to know all about AWS and GCP, you can check out our website interlibad.com. Or if you're investing your time, if you're investing your time in that case, you can check out interlibad.com slash blog. We have blogs for all the topics you need from artificial intelligence to data science to cloud to machine learning. And if you want to look at courses, free courses, you can check out our YouTube channel, which you are currently watching this video in, and you can just go ahead and check out, uh, you can check out AI full courses. You can check out AWS Azure full courses, and all of them are 10 to 12 hour courses where you can learn most of the services. So this is what I wanted to inform you guys. And right now we compared certain things. We compared the pricing model. We compared what are this, uh, when it was launched we compared uh, more aspects of uh, we compared the clients the market share and all that but at the end of the day the only thing is that you'll have to choose the cloud provider which you can take up and which you can work with for example your organization might be using gcp and in that case there's you don't get benefited by learning AWS because your organization is working on GCP. So if you learn GCP, it will be better for you to involve in all of those uh, tasks. So first get to know which you need, which cloud provided you need and then move ahead with it. Okay guys, we've come to the end of this podcast and I thank you for listening to this. Subscribe to the show for more upcoming podcast content. In the meanwhile, you can learn various technologies from our YouTube channel where we update every single day. Stay tuned for more and goodbye.